I'm Diane Conti and welcome to the evening news. A small explosion in the Bronx last week was traced to a local teen experimenting in her home. Thankfully, no one was harmed. This story has had a strange twist ending. The mishap caught the attention of Dr. Reed Richards. Walk in the neighborhood has just landed a spot with Mr. Fantastic himself. This kid is so smart that the smartest man on earth wants to work with her. Now that's some Bronx pride. My hope is to encourage the next generation of scientists and inventors. Working with Charlie Martinez has been truly inspiring. While she is certainly one of a kind, I know that there are other talented young people out there. And with the support of New York City, I'm sure the Fantastic Four could find and foster more of them. Bronx Zoo was evacuated today after severe flash flooding. The zoo says that all the animals are safe and accounted for, but no one knows why the thing flooded so quickly. And there's been all kind of weird weather happenings lately, and I think something is up. Government investigators went to the house of Reed Richards' protege, Charlie Martinez, today and confiscated a number of experiments that the young woman was keeping in her home. Dr. Richards himself has been vocal in his criticisms of Senator Byrd's crusade against the teenage genius and anyone else involved in Galactus. But Mr. Fantastic himself is currently under a great deal of scrutiny for orchestrating the hoax. Whether the superhero will face criminal charges remains to be seen. In other news, Senator Harrington Byrd... Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Episode 7, I Feel Fine. Well, the Bronx certainly looks a lot better since we were last here. Mm-hmm. New York has bounced back quick. Are you sure you don't want me to carry that radio for you? It's all right, I've got it. It's no heavier than my camera bag. As long as Mr. Yurik gets here soon. Speak of the devil. You talking about me? Yeah, what took you so long? Jonah was giving me flack for taking Bugle property. Asked me why the hell I'd bring my office radio to the Bronx. Why the hell did I bring my office radio to the Bronx? Remember Charlie Martinez? Of course I do. Well? You want us to ask for her help again. Well, we're not exactly her favorite people. There's a chance that she'll be able to figure out who's been sending you messages through the radio. It's the best option we have. It is if we can get past her mother. She wasn't exactly thrilled the first time, remember? ¿Quién es? Uh, uh, buenos días. Uh, ¿Cómo está usted? Um, is your daughter home? Ah. Carlota, ven aquí. No sé lo que hiciste, pero si has destrozado otro coche que le pertenezca a un hombre blanco. Ah, ¿De qué estás hablando? No he hecho nada, te lo juro. Who are you? Carlota Martinez. I go by Charlie. Well, Charlie, this is Phil Sheldon and Marcia Hardesty. My name's Ben Yuri. We're from the Daily Bugle, and we're doing a story on Dr. Reed Richards. 
We were hoping to talk to you. You're from the Daily Bugle? Mamá, son del periódico más reconocido de Nueva York. Sé lo que es el Daily Bugle, pero qué demonios están haciendo aquí. Yeah, that, that's right, the Bugle. Mind if we come in and ask you some questions? Of course. Carlota, ¿qué estás haciendo? Están haciendo un informe sobre el Dr. Richards, mamá. Mamá, por favor, no son peligrosos, lo prometo. Bueno, les doy 10 minutos y se largan. Gracias, mamá. Come in. Come in. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we, we won't be long, Mrs. Martinez. Um, uh, nosotros es... Uh, uh, Primero, Mr. Fantastic nos visita y ahora todo el Daily Bugle. Ah, uh, are you sure your mom is okay with this? Oh, she's fine. She's just a little on edge after, you know. Were things bad here the day of the invasion? I mean, we got the fire in Rock Sky like everyone else. That really set the whole neighborhood off. People were yelling about revelations and the end times. Yeah, that sentiment seemed to be going around. But I knew the Fantastic Four would sort it out. How'd you end up working with Reed Richards anyway? Well, I sent him a bunch of letters. Well, blueprints for gadgets mostly. One of them finally got his attention and then when, you know, I caused that minor explosion, he thought it might be a good idea for me to work in a more controlled environment. Which one? Huh? Which gadget got his attention? Oh, it's this thing that I call the Ignifier. So basically what it does is, you know what? Let me just show you. What are the chances that we get blown up in this kid's room? It sounds like Reed has got an experiment under control. Right in here. Whoa. Yeah, this looks very under control. Charlie, does uh, Dr. Richards know about all of this? Yeah, of course. Oh, don't worry. I keep all the really volatile experiments at the Baxter building. This is mostly just tinkering. And does your tinkering include, what did you call it? The thing that got you in with Reed? The Ignifier. <sighs> right, uh, the Ignifier. What is it? It's an imaging machine. Like an x-ray? No, no. It doesn't show you images of something that's already there. It makes images. Here. The full machine is a Dr. Richards lab now, but here's some of my early sketches. And by makes images, you mean... Ignis fatuus. Come again? Ignis fatuus. It's Latin. Neat. Literally means foolish fire, but it's basically like an illusion. Like what Mysteria does. That's actually how I came up with it. What do you mean? Well... I managed to get my hands on a little bit of mysterious technology after the last time Spider-Man beat him. I was hoping to, you know, reverse engineer it and give it to Spider-Man, let him give Mysterio a taste of his own medicine. But then Dr. Richards found me. And so I did even better than reverse engineer it. I actually improved on it. Or at least that's what Dr. Richards says. Improve on it how? Well, so you know how Mysterio uses, like, smoke and holograms and stuff to make illusions? Sure. Well... I've taken that basic idea and just souped it up a bit. It's still a work in progress, but when we get it right, the Ignifier will be able to create large-scale, solid, three-dimensional illusions. You don't say. How large-scale are we talking here? What do you mean? Uh, Charlie, could the Ignifier make a 30-foot giant? What? Oh, shit! Not again! <coughs> <coughs> Is it supposed to catch on fire? No. 
It's supposed to be a battery for a hoverboard, but it keeps exploding if I run it for more than 20 minutes. I can't seem to get the mechanisms right. A hoverboard? Like the one the Silver Surfer had? Huh? Charlie, how much of this tech have you shared with Reed Richards? Um, like, all of it? Why? What kind of story are you guys writing again? Did you read the bugle this morning? No, I haven't had time. Why? J. Jonah Jameson thinks the whole Galactus to-do was a hoax. What? And it's beginning to look like you might be right. What do you mean? Where were you the day of the attack? At school. We had a lockdown until the fighting was over, and then I came straight home. I mean, it was bad. There were cars in the middle of the road, and there's still glass everywhere. Someone broke into Mr. Santiago's store. But that wasn't all Galactus, kid. That was people panicking and acting like idiots. Yeah, because two giant aliens landed in Manhattan. Did you see Galactus? No, but I heard plenty about him. Do you think the Ignifier could make an illusion like that? What? You think? You think that I... I didn't do anything, I swear. No, Charlie, we're not accusing you of anything. But you said that Dr. Richards has a lot of your tech at the Baxter building. We didn't build the Ignifier to trick people. Dr. Richards would never do something like that. Reed Richards would do anything to protect his family if he thought their position in New York was on shaky ground. But you didn't answer the question, Charlie. Could the Ignifier make an illusion of Galactus' scale? I... I don't think so. The way the mechanism works... Hold on. I actually think I might have... Okay, yeah. Look, this is the first prototype for the Ignifier. Okay, so see? The Ignifier uses a preloaded image, kind of like a film projector, except then, using mirrors and prisms, it makes it three-dimensional. That was the initial concept anyway. So, the image it's going to project is a flame. Whoa. <laughs> see? It's almost like a really big lighter. Yeah, it's remarkable. Can I? Yeah, go ahead, touch it. It's not hot or anything. I mean, the machine itself is a little warm, mostly because it's an old model and not running super smoothly. Huh, would you look at that? A 10-inch flame with no heat. False fire. Pretty clever, kid. Thanks. But see, here's the thing. To make an illusion the size of Galactus, you'd need to scale up this exact mechanism times, like, a million. It would have been impossible to hide. But there was a machine on top of the Baxter building with Galactus. There was? Almost as big as Galactus himself. If anyone could build an enormous Ignifier, it'd be Reed Richards. You're wrong. Dr. Richards would never do that. He worked so hard to... to... protect people. He wouldn't put them in danger. And if you're here to try and prove that he would, then you can go ahead and leave. Mr. Shelton, are you going to knock? Yeah, I'm just not sure how happy Charlie's going to be to see us. I think she'll probably be pretty steamed about it, but I don't see what choice we have. <sighs> see? Oh, it's you. Hello, Mrs. Martinez. Could we speak... Carlota! Esos periodistas mentirosos del Bugle regresaron. Guess she remembers us. What do you want? Uh, could we come in, Charlie? I don't have anything more to say to you. Han venido a culparte por algo más. Charlie, it's important. 
This isn't about another story. Um, we... We need your help. New York needs your help. Nicely done. Thank you. ¿Qué hacen cargando todos esos radios? What's with the radios? Uh, that's what we need your help with. Fine. Come on through. Mira, no puedes entrar, Cas, que se te quebre un juguete. Oh, oh okay. Thank you, Miss Martinez. We'll be quick, I promise. Un momento, tranquilo. Wow, it's very, uh, clean in here. Charlie, where are all your experiments? After your article, the police came and confiscated everything. Said it was too dangerous for me to have that kind of stuff in my home. What kind of stuff? The kind of stuff that could create a 30-foot giant. Yeah, we're sorry you got dragged into this, Charlie. That was never our intention. Yeah, well, I did get dragged into it. It wasn't just a Fantastic Four that got hurt by your article. People have been talking about me in school, in the neighborhood. Everyone thinks that I had something to do with the hoax. You've made me a total pariah. People shouldn't be blaming you. What Reed Richards did was wrong, but it wasn't your fault. Dr. Richards didn't do anything! You're the ones that are wrong. I wish that were true. He had no reason to fake Galactus. Charlie, he confessed. But that's not what we hear about today. There's been a uh, development in the story. You mean you were wrong? I mean, we have new information. These have been acting up. You know there are places you can take broken electronics. We're getting messages. Messages that we think might have to do with Galactus. And they're coming out of these radios? Yep. Both Mr. Yurik and my radio went on the fritz. Static and weird sounds and, and, and a voice? The radios have always been in the same place. My office and the ESU film lab. And no one was touching the dial when they started acting up. You do know how radios work, right? They pick up electronic signals and sometimes that means signals they're not supposed to pick up on. Mr. Yurik. You work in an office that I'm sure has other radios in it, and I bet the film lab is full of things that create interference. Interference that would cause the radio to turn itself on? What? Last night, my radio, the one you're looking at right now, it just turned on. Nothing else was happening in the room at the time, and then there were just these sounds. Like someone put on a bunch of radios and record players all at once and put it on full blast. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Urick, when was the last time a message came through this radio? A couple of days ago, but it was different than what happened with Marsha's. I thought I could hear a voice saying something about Galactus. Uh, um... Oh, sorry, did you need me to keep it intact? I figured you'd be cool with your radio being broken in service of, you know, journalism or whatever you guys are doing. That's, um, not my radio. Oh. Well, it's not like they can give you detention in college, right? Well, no, but... Shh. Listen. The creature known as Galactus has been defeated by our very own Fantastic Four. That was it. That was the voice I heard. You're sure? Galactus amenazaba a consumir nuestro mundo. Was that Spanish? Yeah. Something about the world. Does it know you're here? That I'm listening? I don't... I don't know. I'm sure you're not in any danger, Charlie. No, no. That's not what... If it knows where we are, then that means it's targeted. Like we thought. It's trying to communicate with us specifically. Right, yeah, I get that. But it knows where we are, specifically, right now. And if whoever is doing this can locate you, that means I can locate them. You can? Yep. 
So are you going to? Only if you let me come along. Uh, Charlie, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Look, you dragged me and Dr. Richards through the mud. You owe me. She's right. Fine. What do you need to find the source? Just 20 minutes and a soldering iron. Are you sure this is going to work? I told you, by tuning into the same frequency that spooky voice guy was using, I can retrace the path and find the origin. With a gadget? You made out of radio parts on the phone? Yep. I'm gonna need some money for a new telephone, by the way. You said it was an old one. I lied. My mama's gonna be furious. If this works, I'll buy you ten phones. Not sure what we'd do with that. What is it? Um, how do we feel about breaking and entering? You think the person doing this is inside, whatever this is, an abandoned warehouse? Seems like the perfect hideout for a cryptic message-sending weirdo. But no, I think they're probably on the roof. That would give the signal the best advantage. All right, then I guess we go in. Absolutely not. Phil. Ben, we can't just break the law. We should go talk to the police and come back. Phil, what if whatever's sending these messages moves on? We can't risk it. We also can't risk getting a 15-year-old arrested. I'm actually 16 now. Well, it's not locked anymore. Nice! How? Bobby pin. Unsurprisingly, a door to an abandoned building is not more secure than the locks on the girls' dorms at ESU. Marcia. Come on, Mr. Sheldon. We've already done the breaking. Might as well do the entering. We'll be up to the roof and back in no time. Uh, I guess I should be grateful that it's not a 20-floor walk-up. All right, kid, what are we looking for? You tell me, I'm just a navigator. Probably someone with gadgetry of their own, right? Or someone who's a piece of gadgetry themselves. Adios mio. Is that? The Silver Surfer. <gasps> Whoa, buddy, stay over there. Um, my name is Phil Sheldon. This is Ben Urich, Marsha Hardesty, and Charlie Martinez. I think you've been trying to contact us. Wait! Please don't leave! We just want to talk to you. A little less conversation, a little more action. Excuse me? We're not here to fight you. What's your name? The... the... these youngsters from Liverpool who call themselves the Beatles. What is happening? I... soar... stars... confined. I don't know. Is he glitching? Are you, are you okay, man? Uh, I mean, surfer guy? <gasps> hey, hey, it's cool. I I'm not looking for trouble. Zero genius. I feel fine. What on earth? Charlie, does that board look familiar to you? I've never seen anything like this in my life. Not even in Dr. Richard's lab. Pathways. Denied. Planet. Reed told us himself that he had an android model, but this... That's no android. Who are you? 
Why have you been trying to contact us? What do you want? The world. What? I shook up the world. Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, written by Lauren Shippen. Starring Cliff Methodman Smith as Ben Urick, Anna Sophia Robb as Marsha Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Reed Richards, and Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Directed by Paul Bay. Produced by Jennifer Minnell, Harry Goh, and T Square. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Misha Stanton. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Featuring Al Thompson. Zarina Mata, Daniel Molina, David Carl, Gabriela Ortega, Satomi Hoffman, and Sofia Guchinov. Special thanks to Imelda Skinder. For more information, visit marvelspodcast.com.